Hello, and welcome to this episode of The Epri Current. I'm your host, Samantha Gilman. And today we're joined by Cybersecurity Program Manager, Ben Suter, and Substations Program Manager, Erica Willis, to discuss the security of our energy system and grid. Hello, Erica and Ben. Thanks so much for joining me today. So, Erica... Uh, just real quick, tell us a little bit about what you do at EPRI. Thanks, Samantha. At EPRI, I am the program manager of the substations area. In addition to this, I have a couple of technical research areas that I focus on. One of them is contamination of insulation, and the other is substation physical security. Great. And Ben, what do you do here at EPRI? Yeah, I'm the program manager for Program 183, which is Power Delivery Cybersecurity. We're basically cybersecurity for everything downstream of generation. So transmission, distribution, substations, control centers, metering, NBS. So today we're going to be talking about security, both physical security of our infrastructure and cybersecurity of the energy system. So first, let's tackle cybersecurity. So as we continue to add more DER and grid edge technologies to the grid, we're creating more points where a a bad actor could potentially um, conduct a cyber attack. So with that, this is very important, and that is why we brought you on, Ben. And so can you tell our listeners a bit about what kind of cyber threats the energy system may experience, and what are we doing to combat them? Sure. So like you mentioned, Samantha, this is just a really exciting time for the electric utility industry in general because there's so much new items and technology coming on. And that provides a lot of opportunity and a lot of risk. Um, so in our traditional work that we do, looking at substations and stuff, you're trying to secure things that are based on like 1970s technology, which is its own own risks and its own like difficulties in that. And now we always talk about like, we want this opportunity for new stuff um, so that we can do security right. And we have that with all these great DER technologies that are, are coming out onto the grid. And so I think it's, it's really exciting. But like you said, there's a lot of risk because, well, we have this opportunity, this unique opportunity to get it right um, the first time of when it comes online. There's a lot of forces that drive against that. Security, not the cheapest thing um, in the bailiwick. And so um, combating and making sure that we're prioritizing things and we've got the drivers to reinforce security and security by design as we kind of put these things out there is really important. Um, kind of to your question about the threats, there, there's a couple of different things that we really see um, as important right now in the grid. Um, obviously, with the geopolitical nature of the world today, there's a lot of concern about advanced persistent threats that are looking at different grids around the world um, to disrupt them for those you know, geopolitical uh, uh, purposes. Uh, at the same time, you've got a huge criminal threat um, that is just trying to make money. And so you've got things like ransomware, uh, which are prolific, and you know, it is evolving every single day to adapt and create ways to really pressure people into paying those ransoms and things. And critical infrastructure is a really big target for that because they know it's so important um, to society and they know that that's a, that's a button that they can really press. 
Um, so a lot of things going on there, um, and EPRI you know, doing a lot of great research along the way to to understand those threats and understand how we can kind of combat those threats. So something I've been reading about is the ISOC, um, the Integrated Security Operations Center. Can you tell us and our listeners a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So the Integrated Security Operations Center is something that EFRI's been doing research on for probably the last eight years. Um, and it's a really, it's really wonderful that we've got Erica on here to talk about physical security as well, because I see the ISOC as really this way of, of bringing together all these different parts of security at an electric power company. So you've got enterprise security, you've got operational security, and you've got physical security. And when you bring all those different uh, verticals into one, um, you end up with that integrated security operations center. So that's what that is, is bringing together all those different security verticals into that one vertical so that you can tell a holistic story. Um, the, the example I always like to give is if, you know, you have a, a door forced alarm at a, a substation uh, outhouse and then you've got a new network device that becomes present online and then you've got weird SCADA data. Um, that's you're seeing the three different verticals um, that you may get alerting through um, uh, for for a security operations center you know organization. And the hope is that you capture all of those and you put that together and can tell the story of someone that's not supposed to be there coming into a substation, putting in a device that that shouldn't be there, and then trying to take action. Um, and so that's the idea is is bringing together all those things and understanding how we can take advantage of all these sensors and investments uh, that we're making in security and really get you know the most bang for our buck with them, making sure that we're really able to to cross them across all the domains and you know use cyber sensors can they tell us stuff about physical things that are going on can physical sensors tell us about cyber things that are going on you know cross domains there's there's a lot of opportunities and i think i think isocs have never been more important um, than any time, you know, right now with just all the threats and all the different things going on in the utility industry. So speaking of that sort of integrated, full holistic approach to security, uh, let's talk a little bit about physical security. So Erica, when did EPRI begin their, our physical security research and what types of threats are considered uh, within the physical security that's a great question. EPRI's actually been at it for quite some time, taking a leadership role to understand the research in physical security. We started right after MedCAF. And the after MedCAF occurred, EPRI dug into what the protocols were, understanding of these assets. And we realized that a lot of those protocols, especially ballistic re related, were on protecting people and it wasn't on the assets. So we started kind of down this journey of understanding the ballistic impact on TND assets, on transmission and distribution, those assets that are in a substation. So what are our EPRI's priorities um, in which it structures its physical security research around? What EPRI sticks to when we're thinking about physical security and how we structure this research is detect, deter, and respond. We want to understand what is going on in that substation and ultimately the end result is how do we respond? How do we make a substation more reliable? Because that is our end goal is to be there for the research and to have our members have this reliable power that people can count on. 
with that, can you give an example of something EPRI's uh, been working on recently? Yeah, one of the great progressions of that is our drone research. So what we've gone through and we've done with that is the the ultimate end goal of all of this is minimizing the risk of adoption for utilities. So we can go through a utility could put in a drone, but the idea is to minimize that risk. So we go through, we're able to test in our substation in Lenox, Massachusetts, our EPRI substation. From there, we're able to test a multitude of vendors, be able to give the data and make informed decisions that minimize that risk and ultimately make these substations more situationally aware. And that's, most of our substations are unmanned and that provides, presents a risk going into it, not really knowing what's going on. And as we have these new technologies, this new adoption, it allows people going into those substations to become more situationally aware. Further examples of this is our RF monitoring research. We're able to put that forefront, that understanding, so when somebody goes into there, they're, they know what they're encountering as they open those gates. Something you mentioned, our Lennox lab up in Massachusetts, I wanted to sort of give a quick shout out to that. Um, it is a 35-acre property uh, where we do a range of testing from physical security and other aspects of substations. We do distribution resilience. We do high voltage testing. Um, it's a really unique and fascinating uh, testing facility that we have. Um, and something else, Erica, you and I were just discussing before uh, we press record uh, was some of the robotics that we do there. So you were just talking about drones. And uh, I just want to just briefly, can you tell us a little bit about Yes. So Spot is our robot. Right now we have them in our Charlotte campus doing some autonomous testing. The next stage of this is that Spot is actually going to go up to our 138. It's a 138 KB working substation. It's a research substation. And I love Lennox because it gives us this ability to test out technologies that really de-risks it because it is not a substation that somebody is utilizing every single day to give somebody reliable power. So we're able to test out many different scenarios. And in this, we're sending Spot up there and he's going to do fully autonomous inspections of that substation. So whether it is rainy, whether it is night, whether it is day, be able to take images of the assets up there from the ground. He's able to kind of pivot, take higher up images, take images from a physical security standpoint of what do those gates look like? Is there a fence that's been broken into? Is there a hole below the fence? All those type of different types of things that you might and could encounter in an actual substation were able to put spot through its paces there in our 138 KB yard in Lenox. It's really exciting. And I was excited. I was actually out with spot earlier today with Sonny, who leads our research here. And uh, it was fun just to watch spot going around and doing it fully autonomous. It was a lot of fun. And something I'll uh, share with our listeners is the reason that we call her spot is uh, the robot looks like a dog. She looks like a robot dog uh, and she sort of walks around like a dog. Um, and so we, we have named her Spot. Um, but there are uh, several models out there of similar robotics that we uh, test uh, as just Spot, sort of gets the spotlight here at Epri. She even has a dog house. <laughs> yes, yeah, she has a dog house. Uh, that's great. 
So Ben, uh, back over to cybersecurity and the holistic approach to securing our energy grid. Uh, what opportunities is EPRI offering to further secure our energy grid? There's just so much great research um, that we've got going on um, from really sort of high level issues around, you know, looking at strategies, both to, you know, secure your new, you know, distributed renewables or your existing substations, control centers, um, even looking at, you know, things around physical security um, to uh, really, you know, deep dive into technical issues. Um, there's lots of unique things that come up uh, in this industry. Um, like y'all were mentioning, you know, the, the substation uh, at the Linux lab and the ability to do the, that research around the, the, the electric fields and stuff and make sure it doesn't upset things. Um, there's so many things that the electric industry has that the rest of, you know, other, other critical infrastructure or enterprise may not. Um, that we just do lots of, of really great stuff um, from looking at at securing and, and uh, applying zero trust to to technology that was invented in 1979 um, to uh, just to developing out uh, different different network visibility tools and things. And I think one of the the great things about all of this research is that because EPRI um, is not for profit. Um, because we are a collaborative, um, and we don't we don't make anything. Um, we're really able to look at all these things in a really unbiased way. Um, one of the things I always worry about is just the cost of of all this security. Um, you know, it seems like these these things. There's always a need for a, a new a new box, a new wall, um, and all these things come at a cost. And so we're really able to look at these at a really holistic view and and understand you know what's the value um, and and because we're out we have that unbiased point of view really help I think make informed decisions and and provide that data for our membership and you make a great point you know security does come at a cost um, but Erica why is it crucial for energy companies to make that investment and to keep all forms of security from physical security to cybersecurity in mind. As these security threats occur and as they're increasing, that more situational awareness is required to keep that power reliable. That's what people rely on. That's what keeps the power on in everybody's house. And as we're going through this, in addition to keeping the power on, it's keeping everybody safe who's helping to keep that power on. And so it's deploying the correct team, keeping everyone safe, situational awareness to that, that it kind of links all of them together and why, whether it's cyber research, whether it's the physical security, is important to advance and understand just to fully understand what is going on in that substation. You make a great point how we're talking about security and, you know, we're talking about substations and we're talking about bad actors trying to get in at one of, you know, one of the connection points on the grid from a grid edge technology. And it all, you know, sounds sort of, you know, but what does that mean? The reason that we're working on this research and collaborating with energy companies on ensuring that the grid stays safe is so that we can keep the lights on. And uh, Erica, we were talking about this the other day. You made a great point, you know, making sure, you know, in the winter, if someone 
a bad actor performs. You keep the, you know, the example we use is keeping the babies warm and keeping the heat on. And this, you know, directly affects the way that people live their lives. And so really important work that you two do. I really appreciate you joining me today here on the Epic Current and sharing this information with our listeners. Um, Ben, do you have any final thoughts to share with our listeners? You know, I, I think the, the main thing is, is, is just uh, to remember that security is important. And like you said, it does take an investment and it also takes a team. Um, I think uh, one of the coolest things about working at EPRI um, is just the, the breadth of expertise we get to work with in the electric industry and the experts we get to work with and the vendors uh, that support it. Um, and so, yeah, yeah, you know, it takes a team and uh, really appreciate uh, everybody that 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 is working hard, you know, day in and day out to, to do this and secure the grid. Erica, any final thoughts for the listeners? Uh, just I agree with Ben, too. It does take a team. Our physical research isn't just me. It's across the board. Work with Ben a lot on it as well from the ISOC perspective and across EPRI. And that's what makes this research so robust and beneficial is because it is a team here at EPRI. It's not just one person. And we really kind of cross that whole path of understanding what it means to have these physical security threats for a substation. Thank you, Erica. Thank you, Ben, for joining me today on the EPRI Current to talk about security across our energy system. That is it for this episode of the EPRI Current. And we'll catch you next time. Bye. If you like today's show, we invite you to subscribe to our podcast and feel free to share the podcast with your colleagues and friends. For more information about EPRI, please visit our website at www.epri.com. And don't forget to follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter at EPRI News. Together, we are shaping the future of energy.